Welcome to The One About Careers with Devin and Sarah Jane, a career podcast for adults involved with teens navigating life after high school. We help you help your teens make informed education and career decisions by providing quality information and resources. Join us for weekly bite-sized conversations covering various aspects of careers, including insights from professionals in different fields. New episodes available every week at theoneaboutcareers.com. All right, gang, welcome back to The One About Careers. We're continuing our uh, our look at different components that go into making a career decision and the one we're talking about today, we've kind of touched on it right, right near the beginning. If you've listened to some of our early episodes, but we're going to be talking about money. And we specifically went into sort of money being a major piece of why we work. Um, but I, you know, I think there's a lot to be said for money going into individual career decisions, individual job decisions. So Sarah Jane, I'm going to throw it over to you. Where do you see, uh, where do you see money fitting into career decisions? What are some of the ways that you, that it comes out with your clients? I think it comes out in two ways, right? I thought about it. I didn't think about it. Yeah. And <laughs> okay, great. Episode close. Yeah. We're, we're back to binary. Um, so I think, I think it's about, uh, so sometimes people choose a career specifically for how much money it makes. And they do not know that there's a cost associated with that or what that cost is. I also hear people going, you know, going into computer programming because that's they think that's where the money is. And then there are people who are also so disappointed because they're struggling to make ends meet because the career they chose doesn't earn enough money to keep them um, for the basics. And we're starting to see some of that fallout. You know, we saw it early in the pandemic with uh, personal support worker positions, and now we're seeing it with early childhood educator positions that no one's going into that field. Hmm. I wonder why. Hmm. Um, because although we have talked about passion, how critical passion is, most of us like to eat and be sheltered and have clothing. And so it's got to pay at least for those things. So when you're talking to your clients about money, what comes up? It's always an interesting conversation. Um, and I find because my clients generally have not had independent income, they're they're thinking about money. It's so it's it usually isn't an I didn't think about it, which is actually kind of nice, but um I think they don't know how to think about it. Um so a really good example, very early when I first launched my practice, one of my first clients was a young woman who was looking for a career change. I want to say she was like 28 years old at the time. And she said to me, I'm looking to either get into um, becoming an electrician, uh, becoming a police officer, or becoming a teacher, and I can't decide which one. 
And I mean, those are all really different. <laughs> and I, I remember just like being really interested in how that, uh, how she'd come to that conclusion. But ultimately what it came down to is they were all jobs that had a pension attached to them. And where all this was coming from was her parents were hitting retirement age and figuring out they hadn't saved enough to retire when they wanted to. And so where I find the money conversation really comes in for my clients is in kind of figuring out what financial stability is. What does that even look like? Because we are seeing many, many fewer career routes these days where you get a full-time job, it comes with all your health benefits covered, and then you have a pension at the end of it. Like that is so hard to find. And so they're not resistant to the idea of doing part-time or contracts or whatever, but they don't know what that looks like because their parents typically had the one full-time job that did all the, right. So they don't have the model of how to build a career differently. And so I, I would say it's not necessarily a worry. It can be, but it's more, I don't know what this looks like. So I'm not really sure what I'm looking for. So that's where I find the the money stuff really comes out there. Um, and more than once I have said, you know, who you should talk to is a financial advisor. <laughs> and most people don't think go to a financial advisor and talk about career plans, but you know, there's so many options for investing, for residual income, for all these other things. And like, I am not the expert in those things, but having those conversations to help make informed career decisions when it comes to your money is like, that's invaluable to make a very intentional, terrible pun. <laughs> it's pretty amazing to be able to do that. You're nodding um, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100%. I remember I had a client in my office who was said to me, uh, she wanted to be a paralegal and she wanted to go to school for that. And I took one look at her appearance. She was incredibly well put together. And when I say that, I mean, her hair was immaculate. Her, her, her makeup was pristine. Her nails were elegant. Her clothes were, appeared to me to be of a higher quality. So all I'm seeing is ching, 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 ching. As I'm looking at her, I'm thinking, I wonder if she has any idea how much paralegals make. So I asked her that. No, no clue. When we looked it up, she just about fell off her chair. No word oh, of a lie. And yeah. so this, I, I often, I, I find this fascinating, not fascinating. Usually I, I drives me crazy that people go to school for these noble things or, or not even noble. We talked about this last time in terms yeah. of fashion without looking at the other end. Yeah. Uh, and so I appreciate what you're saying, too, is because people don't necessarily realize that perhaps they need care for uh, prescriptions or for therapy and don't realize that that comes in a particular package. And they only think about it as an employee as opposed to, could I get those services in some other way? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they talk about money, but only the dollars. They do not add the other pieces. And yeah, I know absolutely. that you and I have talked about this before. So I'm going to throw it back at you and say, 
All right. Let's start listing some of those other pieces <laughs> that one might negotiate around or think about yeah. when one's talking money. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, um, I did a, it was an interview with a reporter and the, the, uh, the article came out all across the place. Um, but she, when she, it was globe and mail and I don't even know where else, but, uh, that was what we were talking about is sort of like negotiating. And I said, you know, the one thing people don't realize when you get a job offer, it's not just the salary you can negotiate and it may not even need to be the salary you can negotiate, you know? And a lot of times things like your, um, your hours, your job title, how much vacation you get, how many personal days you get, how many sick days you get. Personal Uh, days. What are personal days? Um, days that you take off that are not specifically sick days, not specifically vacation time. It's just, I don't feel like going to work today. So I'm not gonna (laughs) give those, don't they? they do. They sure do. It's a thing. Um, right. Or do they pay a portion of your phone if you're expected to use your phone or do they give you a phone? Um, do they supply you with, if you work from home or you work at any kind of remote location, do they supply you with everything or do you, buy it and expense it or buy it and get a portion, well, whatever it is, you know, and there's so many things that we don't think about. I, there was, um, it's a really great TikToker. I'm going to put in the show notes. I can't remember her name and she's hilarious. And she did a whole like skit on somebody saying like, she actually negotiated her severance package as part of her, um, onboarding, which is absolutely not something you're thinking about when you start a job. You're not thinking about, you know, what would happen if I, if I left and super interesting, but it's amazing how much is on the table and how much those things contribute to your overall wealth, not just finances, money, your overall wealth as a person for sure. I love that you brought in that idea of wealth as a person, Mm -hmm. Uh, because there are some other things that also play into it. You know, is this a, an organization with which you can grow? Do mm-hmm. they in fact support growth? So will they pay for courses uh, or will they pay for skills uh, acquisition? Do they have diversity days, for instance, mm-hmm. where it doesn't matter what your particular religious affiliation or no re- religious affiliation, you can have sp- specific that you can have use those days anyhow anywhere you don't have to justify them you've got them a little bit like personal days but a bit different yeah um so there's so much that goes into it isn't just about that dollar figure uh and we've seen some changes with regards to how important that dollar figure is uh I think younger individuals are valuing it far more now than perhaps other individuals are, which I find fascinating. We keep going, we swing on this yeah. pendulum, right? It's 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 not so much fluid as it is, seems to me to be a pendulum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and this will play well into our next episode where we talk about what the heck do values have to do with making a career decision? Mm-hmm. Anything else you wanted to add with regards to money? I think it's just the idea that you want to look at the financial piece of a career decision holistically, as holistically as possible. Um, you want to think about, you know, when people talk about 
uh, your favorite term, work-life balance. What does that mean in terms of putting more money in your pocket? You know, is if you don't have to be at work until a certain time of the day, what does that give you space to do in that time? Or if you don't have to be in a physical location, how does that change your living expenses? Right. So, um, it's not just looking at a dollar figure. It's going, okay, if I earned this and then if I add all these other things in, how does that make my life a richer place for me to live? Um, I think that's really it, right? It's not just about the paycheck that you bring home. Couldn't agree more. (laughs) Seems like a good place to end. I think uh, I'm sure this will not be the last time we talk about money. But um, (laughs) yeah, as you said, next time we're going to dive a little bit more into values, which is um, always a fun thing to talk about. So until next time. Thanks for listening to the One About Careers podcast. You can catch up with past episodes at theoneaboutcareers.com. Join us next week for another bite-sized conversation.